0: Well, good morning, Citygate Church and all of our online guests. Here we are, week three of Summer Sundays. Wasn't last week amazing with Duran hearing about what... Um, is going on in his life and what God's been doing and what he's been doing as a result. Just so good. So good to encourage us, you know, to take advantage of the season that we are in. I'd like us to turn as we carry on with um, something I started um, on the first summer Sunday from Proverbs chapter four. It says this, "'My son, give attention to my words. "'Incline your ear to my sayings. "'Do not let them depart from your eyes. Uh, "'Keep them in the very center." Of your heart, for they are life. My words are life to those who find them and health to all of their flesh. Keep your heart with all your diligence, for out of your heart springs the issues or the forces of life. Keep your mouth uh, free from perversity and keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead and fix your gaze directly before you. I love these verses, they're amazing, aren't they? Um, it, It says, give careful thought to the path of your feet and be steadfast in all of your ways. It says, do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. And again, the NIV there in verse 23 says this, above all else, above everything, highest priority is to guard your heart for everything you do, flows out from your heart. You know what? On the greatest day of the feast, the Lord Jesus said this, come to me and I will pour my spirit out into your heart, but out of your heart will flow Floods of life. You know, there's something so powerful about our heart. Our heart, I believe, is created by God to be in full flood with joy and peace and patience and gentleness. All the fruit, all the gifts of the Spirit come out from the heart that has been united with Christ. But as we go through life's journey, things, you know, can become overwhelming sometimes. Things happen. We pick up baggage. We, you know, develop habits we shouldn't be developing. So um, over this month, we're thinking about how. God perhaps is saying to some of us, if not all of us, to press the, you know, the uh, button of our heart to put things back to reset to how God intended us to be. And so today I'm just going to go through a number of things, six or seven things that I think will be great for us to focus on, to press the reset button on in our hearts. So our first one today is to, is to press the button on the priority of our heart. The priority of our heart. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7 as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Or how we are on the inside is going to affect every part of our life. I understand this is the theme of the whole, of the whole month really about, about the state of our heart and what God wants to do in us and through us um, as we prioritise him. But as we've heard here, above all else, guard our heart. Above all else, there is no greater priority than to prioritise our heart, our connection in God, his presence, his spirit on the inside of us. There is a priority, my friend, over and above everything else that we have, everything else that we desire, everything else that we do, our highest priority is to focus on the state, the health, the wholeness of our heart. See, the state of our heart will affect everything else. I heard a friend of mine say, many years ago as he stood on this platform he said your outside world will rise or fall to the level of your inside world. And that has always stuck with me. It's very easy to be praying, Lord, I want you to do something or please do something in my circumstances or, or you know, in my finances or in my family or in my job or in my circumstances. But actually, if God does something on the inside of us, if we prioritize the state of our heart, then everything around us is going to come up to the level of the spirit that is on the inside of us. If our spirit is up, then our circumstances are going to be up. It doesn't happen overnight, we understand that, but it gives us a force of life on the inside, a flood of life to uh, deal with the circumstances around us. If our spirit is down, then everything else around us is going to find that level as well. So friend, I want to encourage us, the first thing today, this first point of the six or seven points I have is absolutely the greatest point of this whole message today and that is this, to press the button on the priority that we place on our heart, the priority of our heart. We need to feed our heart, how we think in the heart. You know, the Bible says loads about the state of people's hearts. You know, before you're a Christian, it talks about an evil heart of unbelief. It talks about a hard heart. It talks about a stony heart. It talks about all these, you know, a deceived heart, all sorts of things in the Bible. But after you give your life to Christ, the Bible says we have a soft heart. We have a new heart. The Bible says the eyes of our heart are opened and we, and we have clarity on the inside. Friend, I'm going to encourage you today to prioritize the state of your heart, to feed your heart to guard your heart to protect your heart you know how do we do that well there's all sorts of things we could talk about today but but as we pray in the spirit that's how we can prioritize the health of our heart so friend first point today let's absolutely get this settled once and for all that there is a priority to guard and to keep and to protect Our heart above all things. The second point today is that we uh, reset our direction, our direction of our heart. The Bible says to incline your heart towards God, to incline, to turn your heart towards God. There's been all sorts of songs and hymns about that over the years, about about our heart being turned towards God. And I believe God is a God who wants our hearts to be turned Obviously, that applies to people before Christ, that they turn their heart towards God. Perhaps you've been going, you know, you've been heading in that direction and God wants you to turn around completely and give your life to Christ and to head in the completely opposite direction. You know, perhaps before you've been living away from God and now you're going to live towards God. But even for, for anybody, if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this still applies to you and to me that our heart needs to be turned towards God, towards God. If you incline your heart, it means you have a tendency to want to do something. You have a tendency, you're favorably disposed towards something. I want to ask you, friend, on a daily basis, are you inclined towards God? Are you favorably disposed towards God? Have you got a tendency to think about God first? Have you got a tendency to put God first in all the decisions that you make? Have you got a tendency to want to praise God first and to give thanks to God first in spite of your circumstances? You see, I'm hearing all over the place during this year the fact that, you know, the fact that everybody's been in a completely different season of life we're having to handle different things it's actually caused so many people to want to go for God again which is a wonderful thing sometimes that happens because something stirs on the inside of us which is great other times that happens because we're thrown into a circumstance where we have to cling on to God however you got there however I got there the important thing today is that our hearts are turned towards God that we're going in the direction that we need to be going in perhaps today friend you need to press the reset button in there Perhaps you know some of the decisions you've been making have been away from God. Perhaps like Abraham and Lot. You know it says um, he pitched his tent. This is Lot. He pitched his tent towards Sodom. He started to head off in the wrong direction. And friend today perhaps in this season over these last few months perhaps you've been able to turn your heart again towards God or perhaps you're hearing me today and you're saying well I don't know if I'm living towards God or away from God. Friend I want to encourage you. God loves you. God's got a plan for your life turn your heart towards God aim in the direction of the goodness of God because God is for you he's not against you he's got plans to prosper you not to harm you to give you a hope and a future friend don't run in the other direction turn your heart towards God today in this it says to set your gaze straight ahead of you set your gaze straight ahead of you as I've been thinking about this, I was thinking about the time where Jesus was at the Pharisee's house and in came this lady who everybody knew, didn't have a great name really. And she came in and she smashed an alabaster vase and she poured ointment all over the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. And she cried and she washed his feet. And you know, she was just the most amazing example of saying, you know what? I may have lived one way, but I'm going to turn my heart towards God. Friend, turn your your heart towards God today. God's got a place for you in His family. He's got a place for you in His kingdom. He loves you so much that He sent His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came of His own free will to die on a cross to give you life. Friend, turn your heart towards God today and you will see the most amazing things and experience His love for you firsthand as you give your life to Jesus Christ. The third thing today as we press the button in our lives is that we need to sometimes uh, reset the health of our heart. The health of our heart. In the very first sermon that the Lord Jesus ever preached after he was baptized in the Jordan, he said this, I am anointed. I am anointed. I'm empowered to give recovery of sight to the blind and to heal the broken hearted to heal the brokenhearted our god is an expert at healing the brokenhearted you know today we hear a lot about mental health and it's great that that is now a focus in our society because there are so many bruised and hurting people but friend we have something so great we have something so powerful we have the name of jesus christ we have the power of his word which is the bible to help us to think straight and to and to and to, um, you know, to set our minds on things above and not on things down here. But we have the power of the Holy Spirit to bring health and wholeness into our very heart. You know what? The world seems to be homing in on the health of your soul. But friend, I, I absolutely know this to be true. As God heals our heart from that place of having a healed and whole heart, Our soul, which is our mind and our will and our emotions can come into a place of wholeness themselves. Why? Because that new healed and whole spirit on the inside can flood every part of our lives. Something that is a great passion of mine and has been for 30 years of ministry and planting churches and and being able to pastor churches and help people through life's journey is this, that God wants our mind to think in line with the mind of Christ. And now we're seeing around the world such, such pain and such hurt and such anger and such, such unforgiveness and such rage and malice and all the things that are going on in the world that the Bible says are actually um, outside of Christ, that's how people live. But inside of Christ, my friend, God can heal your broken heart. It actually means to have, you know, a, a broken heart means this, a grieved heart heart that has been crushed or that has been broken down by some calamity I don't know friend your circumstances your um, situation right now especially in the middle of this year that we've had such a a a, um, turbulent year Perhaps your heart has been crushed. Perhaps you've experienced something this year that has absolutely knocked you off your feet. Friend, I've got some good news for you today that the power of God can heal your heart. Today, God wants there to be a new day for your life as His Spirit and and as His presence. Even while I'm speaking here today, the anointing of His Spirit, the presence of God in all His love and in all His compassion and in all His joy can flood right into your situation. In fact, just receive that from God right now. Stretch out by faith and say, thank you, Lord, for healing my crushed and bruised spirit today. It is what God does best. He's Excellent. He's outstanding at healing the human heart. The Bible says sometimes hearts can become dull, but God wants to sharpen your heart up today. The Bible says in Psalm 34 verse 18 that the Lord Jesus Christ is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. A healthy, whole heart is the most wonderful thing. It's something that God does by his spirit. It is, a, it is a supernatural thing that God does and out from a healthy whole heart, it affects our soul, it affects our body, it actually affects our finances and our social life as well. To be a healed and whole person today, perhaps God wants to press the button today and say it's time for a new day for the health of your heart. Our fourth point today is this from uh, Philippians chapter 3 verses 7 to 14 is the most incredible time. It's, it's this attitude of the Apostle Paul. He's saying, you know what? I'm going to count everything around me as dung. I'm going to count everything around me as is just not worth the time. Why? For the sake of the upward call of Jesus Christ, God's plan for my life, and the passion I have to be Christ-like. My fourth point today is this. Perhaps we need to press the button today of the focus of our heart. The focus of our heart. I've already talked about the priority of our heart, but this is a little bit different. I've talked about direction of our heart, that we're going towards God, but this is more specific. I believe God wants us to Focus like a beam of light on God's plan and God's will for our life. Over these last few months, we've had an amazing opportunity to say, you know, perhaps for some of us, what should I really be doing with my life? Again, whether that's developed as just a hunger on the inside or whether you've been thrown into your circumstances and you've had to change jobs or change career or something like that. Perhaps you've had this this absolutely life-changing moment over these last few months where it's an opportunity to think, what direction do I go in? And of course, we're going to go for God. And of course, we're going to prioritize God. But, you know, my friend, here the Apostle Paul says, I am going to focus on God's will for my life. Focus on God's will for my life. It's not often in life that we get the opportunity to rethink everything. And of course, we're going through life step by step and we believe God is in authority over our lives and he's ordered every step. But friend, perhaps this is an opportunity for you to, you know, to press the button on the focus of your life. I believe everything that is important in life can be found in this one statement that we find in Philippians chapter 3. And the Apostle Paul said this, that I might gain Christ, that I might be found in him. To live in him, to live through him and for his will and purpose for my life to come to pass. A great prayer in the Bible that we call the Lord's Prayer. The disciples said to Jesus, can you teach us to pray? And he said, every time you pray, say this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Come your kingdom and be done your will in my life. And that's not just a prayer to pray parrot fashion, that's to be a passion out of our lives on a daily basis. Lord, your will be done. Be done the will of God. I want to focus in on God's will for my life. What things do I need to develop? What things do I need to do? What things do I need to, you know, to release out of my life? What things do I need to get hold of to focus my heart on the things that are a priority for me as spoken by God right into my own heart? Friend, God is speaking to you right now. God's speaking right into your heart in this season. It's very easy to listen to the news. It's very easy to listen to all the moaners and the complainers, all the people that want to criticize everything. It's very easy to listen to the people that just want to divide society, you know, and to destroy our way of life. But you know what? I believe at this time there's a still small voice, and God is saying, Come on, just like He did to Elijah. You know, Elijah was saying, what on earth is going on? I've just had enough. I don't even want to carry on anymore. I don't know if you've been in that position in the last few months. I know a lot of people have. But in that situation, Elijah heard the still small voice of Almighty God. And you know what? God spoke to him. He said, I've still got a plan for your life. And I want you to come down this mountain and go and anoint. I've got something for you to do. Anoint these two people as kings and that man as a prophet. It was at a time like this when it's like, what is going on? This is a crazy season. It was at a time like that that Elijah, in some ways, heard the greatest words, those words that would inspire him to come down and to pour everything he had into a group of people so they could be everything God had called them to be. Friend, let's press the button today in so many areas of our lives and say, I'm going to refocus my heart. Number five, as we start to draw to a close, is this. I believe God perhaps is saying to some of us to to press the button on the faith of our heart. The Bible tells us to believe in our heart. The heart is where faith operates from. The heart is where faith pours out from. The heart is where faith grows. The Bible talks about you can have um, a very small amount of faith or you can have great strong faith. And that happens in the heart. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. Not with these ears, but with these ears in the heart. Faith comes by hearing and the state of hearing or the ability to hear God Comes from spending time in his word. I believe God wants something to happen this year which takes our faith to the next level. If you can believe God in this situation, you can believe God in any situation. Yeah, but Pastor Jay, the brook's dried up, but that's when God wants to speak and say, Arise and go to Zarephath, and your faith is going to see some amazing supernatural provision yeah but pastor Jay we've you know the job this and the and the business that and the and the situation this and and the mortgage this and the and the yeah but friend in this situation faith can move any mountain and I want to encourage you today that in this season no matter how tough it is no matter how hard it's been for you and God knows and he's easily touched with the feelings of our infirmities something that God perhaps wants to speak to us all about today and that is this the faith in our heart to take it to a whole new level. I love the spirit of faith. It's something that, that I believe has stirred in Citygate Church over many, many years and accomplished things that people said could not be done. Friend, let's believe God for supernatural encounters where he breaks through and shows himself strong. Let's have the faith in our heart that pours out like a flood, that faith can do the impossible. The Bible says all things are possible with our God, but all things are possible to he or she who believes. Friend, let's have a great spirit, a great heart of faith as we carry on through 2020, the year of unprecedented new norms. Number six, as we, as we are thinking about things to reset in our heart. Number 6 is this to perhaps we need to reset the desires of our heart. The desires of our heart. The Bible says God will give us the desires of our heart. Oh God as we delight in him as we focus on his word and of course we've been going through these things to prioritize God the direction of our heart the focus of our heart all of these things are going to mean we're spending time in prayer and we're spending time in God's word that we're hearing the still small voice we have the most amazing opportunity still this year to be hearing the still small voice of God and to be getting hold of God and grasping hold of his will for our lives in a brand new way perhaps the circumstances have thrown us into this position but God will use this situation for his goodness for his greatness never waste an opportunity for the reset but as we prioritize God and as we focus on God's will for our lives it's important to understand this the things we gaze at they become the desires of of our heart. It said in Proverbs chapter 4, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze straight ahead of you. Keep your eyes on God's Word. Friend, as we gaze at God's Word, as we gaze at the Spirit of God, as we focus our attention in on Him, allow God to stir fresh desires in your heart. I know over the last few months for me, there's been so many things stirred on the inside, so many things that perhaps I didn't have time for before, hadn't focused on before, but something that has so become a passionate desire in my life in an even uh, greater degree. And if you'd asked me before, I would have said, yeah, it's a passion. Of course, it's a desire. But something that is a desire in my heart that seems to overshadow everything else right now is this that God wants to sweep the United Kingdom with the salvation of souls. We started to pray earlier this year, and in in fact, I think in 2019, that our gates, our praise, and our uh, walls of the church our salvation and we started to pray that and you know what the things you pray for you start to desire sometimes we pray just because it's in line with God's word but other times we pray and it becomes a desire and it becomes a passion and I believe God is stirring something in the very heart of Citygate Church and the heart of the church around the world and that is to see people come to Christ in their hundreds of thousands in their tens of thousands in their thousands of Citygate Church I believe with all of my heart God wants this to be a passion a desire in our heart perhaps you know some of the desires for God have grown a little bit cold and our desire for things of the world have become perhaps a bit too much of a priority I don't know Habits create the condition of our heart and and as we focus on new desires, God, Lord, stir in my heart desires for you, desires to see people come to Christ, the desire to see people healed and set free and born again by the power of Almighty God. Father God, do a work in the church, do a work in Citygate Church, do a work in the United Kingdom, Father God, that our desires would be in line with your heartbeat for this fallen and broken and hurting world. Friend, I want to encourage you today to preset the desires of your heart for God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son. The desire of Almighty God is to see people come to Christ. Friend, you've come to Christ and I've come to Christ, but perhaps there's somebody here today or a group of people here today and you've never given your life to Christ. As we start to think about that, the last point Today is this, perhaps the Holy Spirit is saying to each of us to press the button to uh, reset the temperature of our heart. The Bible talks about a hot heart and a cold heart or a heart that's somewhere in the middle, some apathetic, lukewarm sort of existence You know what the Spirit of God said to one church? He said, I prefer you to be hot or cold than somewhere in the middle. At least hot or cold, you affect your circumstances. But somewhere in the middle, all you're doing is just being a thermometer for the temperature around your life. Friend, I want to encourage you today to be on fire for God. Let the fire of God fall again and burn again in your heart, in your spirit. It's an expression we use being on fire for God. Even the Lord Jesus Christ himself said this, I'm going to come and I'm going to baptize you with Holy Spirit and with fire. The fire of God is going to fall. And of course, on the day of Pentecost, they were actually on fire. They didn't just have a little flame on their head. They were burning baptized with fire. And friend, I'm not expecting for each of us to be going up and down the high street with flames coming out of us, but I am expecting the fire of God, the white hot fire, the flames and the passion of the power of the Holy Spirit to be burning in and through the church of Jesus Christ. Perhaps this this season this year has poured on some cold uh, water put the fire extinguishers out on your life but friend I know we can't be here in person right now but the presence of God is still the fire of God the word of God is still a fire our prayer life can still be on fire our lives can be on fire for Christ as we have a passion to see people come to Christ There is this fantastic verse over in Luke 24 after the Lord Jesus had been raised from the dead. It says there was a couple of disciples going on the road to Emmaus and they you know began to speak to somebody and God hadn't opened their eyes it was really Jesus Christ this is one of the most bizarre you know stories in the bible it's like how did this happen these two disciples didn't know they were talking to Jesus but that just shows you need your eyes open to really see who Jesus is and and friend i don't know the state of your heart today but these two disciples didn't know And then this man left, which was Jesus, and then their eyes were opened. And it said, weren't our hearts stirred up? Didn't they get hot as we were talking to Jesus? Friend, what's the state of your heart today? As we've been talking about the state of our heart and and fanning into flame and stirring up gifts and all sorts of things we've talked about over these last few weeks. Friend, there isn't any greater fire than the fire of knowing I have a relationship with the God who loves me, the God who's created me. And friend, I want to encourage you today. Uh, you know, here we are about the focus of our heart and opportunities for new businesses or new jobs or, or new seasons in life. But at the very heart, uh, the very top priority is this. Have you got a heart for God? Have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Has a fire for God started in your life? Are you excited about your eternity with Him? Do you have a love for God that comes into His presence on a daily basis saying, Heavenly Father, thank you for the eternal life that you've given me. Friend, you need to be born again. Even the Lord Jesus Christ said that to a man, you know, who who actually had a heart for God in that day. He said, how can I go to heaven? And Jesus said, you've got to be born again. Friend, I'm going to pray a prayer in just a second and I'm going to ask you to pray it line by line after me. And it's a prayer that says, Jesus, come into my life. I want to know you as my Lord and my Saviour, not just a religious figure trapped in a stained glass window somewhere or in a storybook, but as my personal Lord and as my personal Saviour. I want to live each day in step with your will for my life. So friend, I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer right now. And it's a prayer to give your life to Jesus. And what happens as a result is he pours his spirit on the inside of you. He takes out your old hard heart. He puts in a brand new heart and he says, this is a new day. It's a day of salvation, which now takes you out of darkness and into light, out of being lost, into being found, out of death and into life, into a relationship with almighty God who created you for good and by his love. Friend, I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me now. Pray it out loud if you can. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me. I thank you that you've demonstrated your love through sending your son Jesus to die on the cross to give me life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. I ask you to come into my life to be my Lord, my Saviour, And my friend, I turn away from the way I've lived apart from you. And by the help of your grace and your power, I will never be the same again. I receive your eternal life. Amen. Friend, if you've prayed that prayer today, something amazing has happened on the inside. God has come to live on the inside of you, to live through you, to give you his love and his life and his eternal life. Friend, I'm gonna encourage you to tell somebody about the decision you've just made. Perhaps get online right now to City Gate Church. There's the chat room, somebody will help you with that. But friend, whoever you are today, I wanna encourage you, encourage you to guard your heart, to focus on your heart. Why? Because out of your heart flows all the forces of life. So God bless you as you go through this week. Do everything you can to help make somebody else's life great. I'll see you next time. God bless you.